my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans. How's everyone doing today? Well, today is Tuesday, June 2nd, and as you know, as Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves, the last nine episodes of Fuller House Season 5 dropped today. Now, I got up about 9 o'clock a.m. I was, um... I had to get up early because um, someone was supposed to come and paint and they ended up not showing up, which um, that's a story for another time. Anyway, so I'm like, hey, it's just about nine o'clock. I'm going to go sit in front of the television on the just binge. I binged all the episodes and I finished right around maybe just after two o'clock in the afternoon. So... I did take bathroom breaks. They took, you know, I had my lunch while I was watching also. And I did say before that I, just like with season five of Fuller House part A, I wanted to review the episode, the first episode, which would be season five. This time is season five, episode 10, if the suit fits. And then I will next week review the last episode our very last show again um i do want to do a separate episode just of my little bit of thoughts and stuff on episodes 11 through 17 so that'll be a separate episode and i do plan to get with uh Shamim Dana and he and I are just gonna go through you know the episodes and kind of talk about what we liked and didn't like so that's gonna be its own separate episode as well so today I'm focusing on season 5 episode 10 if the suit fits in this episode Uncle Joey throws a surprise triple engagement party and Steph and Fernando practice mingling with their future in-laws Steve reaches out to DJ's boys this episode's got an 8.9 out of 10, based on 19 ratings. Let's see if we got any guest stars. We have a Tiffany Commons as Betty. She only has a couple lines, though. Um, and I didn't even know her name was Betty. <laughs> or maybe I did. When I It's just, I binged it just because, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, if I don't, I'm going to get on social media and someone's going to spoil the ending for me. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. And just like the last one, I binged all nine episodes of season five, part A. So, all right. This episode was directed by Rich Carell. Writers Jeff Franklin, the creator. We got Brian Behar, B-E-H-A-R. We got Steve Bold. Boldkowski, Nick Fesatelli, Will Griffin. Well, Nick and Will are actually story editors, but it says it was written by Brian and Steve, and of course Jeff, the creator. So Now, of course, since it just dropped today, their Power Man Dan does not have time yet to leave a review, but 
maybe by the time I um review the last one, maybe he'll he'll he or she will get up up there. We need our ever faithful Power Mandan review. Power Mandan, do you hear me? I'm speaking to you. Watch it, review it, because you know how much we all love your reviews. We all love your reviews, don't we, guys? Yes, yes. Shake your head. Yes, we do. <laughs> all right. Um, overall, real quick, I just want to say I loved how it all played out. I really, really do. And, um, of course, if you guys, you're going to watch the episodes before you listen to the this episode, because you know I'm going through the episode. That's what I do. Of course, before I do, I do have a little special, um, you know, I always like to let you guys know, like, hey, if you like the podcast, you've been listening for a while, go on iTunes, leave a review. And I always say, you know, have fun. Use emojis, describe characters, describe episode titles. So somebody did reach out on in, uh, I, t- I almost said Instagram, iTunes, and left a review. This was done last week by ASY Disney. So I am shouting you out, and I'm going to give you my answer. I wrote all of them down. So I'm going to go through each one. She's got one for each character. So I'm going to describe the emojis and then give you my guess as the character. I think I got the majority of these right, but I think there are a couple that I'm unsure so, the first one, we have a wine bottle. We got a, oh no face. The person put in, like, oh no. We got a blonde-haired girl with a ponytail. We got a blonde-haired woman nursing a baby. So, my guess for that was Stephanie. I need to get some water in my mouth. It's dry. Mm. See, so when you drink a lot of pop, see, I'm in Michigan, I call it pop. Other people call it soda. When you drink a lot of that, um, you gotta try to mix it up once in a while with maybe some water, otherwise your throat gets, my throat gets kind of dry, it gets kind of sore, so I think it's all the acid. That's probably what's affecting my vocal cords. Anyway, alright, the second line. We got a few lines. We got pretty much all the characters. The second one. We got a blonde lady in a nurse's or uh, nurse's coat, a uh, doctor's coat. We have a blonde-haired guy putting his arms up like, no, no. Kind of like in a V-shape with his head in the middle. We got a we got a emoji with a kissy heart, making kissy lips with a heart. We got... A dark-haired boy, a dark-haired boy, and a baby with a little blonde tuft on the top of his head. And I figured that's gotta be DJ. It's just gotta be DJ. Alright, the next one. We have a dark-haired girl. We got a girl doing uh, upside-down splits. I can't tell what that is. It's not a cartwheel. We got ice cream. We got a dark-haired guy with a shrug in his shoulders like, I don't know. We got ballet shoes. I'm going to say that's got to be Ramona. So the next one, we have thumbs down. We have a guy with... What is... um, A guy? A guy with dark hair. We have the same... Oh, no... Doing the V with the arms with the head in the middle, only with dark hair. We got 
what looks like it could be a jersey of short of so I'm not sure maybe um a I'm not sure it's it's definitely um an outfit maybe to signify like a, another like nationality culture we have an error a heart with an arrow through it and we have headphones I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Fernando. Let's see, I'm just kind of going through my list. All right, so this, the next one's going to be row five, which is we got a dark-haired boy and a laptop. We got a dark-haired boy. We got a, hmm, emoji, like little uh, finger on the chin, like, hmm, thinking, thinking. We got a boy and a girl, both blonde hair, and they got a little heart between them. We got a dog. I'm guessing that's got to be Cosmo, and I think this character is Max. Next one, line six, we got a football. Two blonde-haired people with the heart in between them. We got a lot of the uh, arms like a V with a head in the middle. And I gotta say, with the football, I think that's gotta be Jackson. Because I remember he did play football in season two. He also played it, I believe, in season four as well. Golden Toe Fuller. Um, this next one, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a continuation of Jackson's line or its own separate line. It's got the same, the arms in a V, the head in the middle. But in the middle of that, there is a boy with dark hair at a laptop. I'm going to go on a limb here and just say that... This per oh oh wow hold on a hold on a second guys we gotta oh boy nope 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 okay scratch that scratch that um who did I say was Fernando okay because I kind of wanna who is that guy oh so the one I said was Fernando was line four it's. It's, I don't think that's him. I think that's going to be farther down. I can I think I can't tell who this is. Hmm. Well, let's put a big old question mark on that one then. The one I thought was Fernando. Let's put a question mark on that one. Okay, so we got pregnant person. We got What is that? Uh tornado, we got pink shirt, we got jeans, we got Boy and girl, heart in the middle, and then the, I don't know, look. Um, I'm going to go with, that's got to be Kimmy, because she's pregnant. And she was a surrogate for Stephanie and Jimmy. Uh, the next line, we got a guy with blonde hair and facial, uh, blonde hair and blonde facial hair. We got a thumbs down. We got a music, headphones, we got a girl with dark hair, we got a heart with an arrow, and we got a diamond ring. That's gotta be Matt. The next one, we got <laughs> a guy with blonde hair. We got a lady with pigtails. We got another... Maybe that's not a lady. Maybe that, that might be just a kid. And a girl with a pony t blonde ponytail. We got two what look like boys. We got a tornado and we got an eye roll. That's got to be Joey and his kids. Below Joey, I am going to go with... 
uh, young Afro, uh, little, uh, black girl. We got two blonde-haired boys. We got a guy with facial hair, dark hair, and a blonde-haired lady. And, of course, a barbershop pole. I gotta go with Uncle Jesse. That's gonna be Jesse. Uh, the next one is gonna be coffee, sponge, couch. Oh, I like that. Blue couch. Heart, grocery, toilet, sweeping, laundry. That's gotta be Danny. Uh, the next one is a little bit, I'm unsure. I put a question mark. Um, it's a girl with kind of caramel colored hair. She's got, the next emoji is like a punch to the face of the dark haired one. There is a skull and cross bones. We got a head. Like, uh, I think that's gotta be Rocky. Okay, the next one here's got to be Fernando because it's dark hair, facial hair. We got a girl who looks like Ramona, uh, could be Ramona. We got Kimmy. We got race car. We got a bunch of food and the bar because Fernando used to be uh, a hairdresser. And the only reason I thought it was Steve at first was because of the food. The next one, we have pictures. We got a guy with brown hair and facial hair. We got a blonde haired girl and we got a camera. That's gotta be Jimmy. Gosh, I don't know who number four could be. It's question mark or it's like thumbs down. Hmm. That looks like this person's in a lab coat. I don't know. I really, that's a big question mark for me because is it, that's supposed to be a girl? A guy? Uh, I I honestly don't know who that is. So I'm going to leave that one. Um, ASY Disney, if you could maybe leave me another review or something just to give me the answer of what line number four is with a thumbs down person. The person doing the head between the crossed arms and the multicultural uh, robe, shirt, heart with an arrow, and the headphones. I'm not sure what that one is. So, if this is referring to an episode, I think all the others are referring to a character. I just, I can't think of who that possibly could be. But if you guys want to try to decipher this too, I can put it, I'll Take a screenshot of it. I'll put it on the social media. And you guys see if you can get each one. There's at least 15 lines here. I think I got all but maybe line 4 and line 13 may or may not be Rocky. So, alright. Without further ado, let's get into... And the thing is, with some of these episode titles, I can just kind of... I'm. Not really going to spoil anything by listing what the episode titles are. Because when I went through and kind of gave my um, estimation what I thought the episodes were about. Uh, if the suit fits. I thought it had some something to do with like suit like um, for a wedding. Um, three weddings in a musical. Cold Turkey, College Chewers, Basic Training, Be Yourself, Free Yourself, The Newlywed Game, Something Borrowed, and Our Very Last Show Again. I think um, when I do like, uh, when I do the episode talking about um, 
season 5 episode 11 through 17 because episode 18 is going to be completely separate. I just want to do little bits and uh, you know what I like things that stood out to me for the other episodes. I'll kind of go and kind of I think I kind of remember I was giving my guesses or on um, what the titles kind of meant for the episode, what I thought the titles meant. Some of them, as I watched, and I'm just kind of thinking how, wow, in a way it makes sense, but it had a completely different, like, than what I would have thought. So, yeah. Alright, guys, without further ado, let's jump into Season 5, Episode 11, If the Soup Fits. Um, also, real quick, uh, one last thing. Like I said, today's... Excuse me, I can't talk. Today's June 2nd. Part B of Fuller House dropped today. I'm not going to release this episode till Friday. What is Friday? Let me check. Today's Tuesday, so... The 5th. I'm going to wait till June 5th on a Friday when I normally tend to release my Full House, Fuller House episodes. That way it gives everyone a chance to be able to watch them if you're going to binge them, if you're not going to binge them. So that way you've at least watched the first episode of Part B of Season 5. So, alright. Now that we got that all out of the way. So, alright. Here we go. And I am watching on my laptop. I am watching via, you know, Netflix on my laptop. Guys, I want to apologize again. Ay, ay, ay. If I call this season 5, episode 11, I'm a... Pfft. It's season 5, episode 10. I bet I saved it as I'll have to change that. Oh my goodness gracious. So the opening scene, of course, is in the kitchen we have dj stephanie and kimmy all talking about why does it have to end dj's like yeah it's so makes everyone feel so warm and cozy oh so good and cozy excuse me stephanie says i'm not ready for it to be done i want to binge more and ramona comes down and she's just looking at them like what are you all talking about and this actually was another clip that they had thrown up on youtube and clearly, it's the writers and the sh- and the creator Jeff Franklin just kind of, you know, they're uh, would you would this be like a term for like the for- breaking the fourth wall where they're they're talking about the show, like how they kind of did with like Michelle, in you know season one and stuff like that, with looking at the audience. But, you know, they're talking about why does it have to end. It's like, yeah, why does Fuller House have to end? Yeah, Netflix, why does it have to end? (laughs) And Stephanie's like, yeah, I want to binge more. It's like, yeah, because they know how many of the fans, just like myself, binged nine episodes in the course of four and a half to five hours. This person right here, yep. So Ramona's like, what are you guys talking about? And DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy all hold up these bowls of ice cream. Like, yeah, we're talking about ice cream. <laughs> if you guys are looking for Ben and Jerry's flavor to have, Gimme S'more is so good. It's toasted marshmallow ice cream with graham cra- uh, chocolate cookies. Oh my, it's 
so good. It's so, so good. Especially with whipped cream. Because I put that ready, whip, you know, that, the spray stuff on it. And, of course, chocolate sauce. See, I'm making all of you hungry, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. If that's the case, then mission accomplished. So DJ's like, what else would we, we be talking about? And Ramona's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe that triple wedding you guys planned about, what, three to six months? I think it's been, what, at least probably three to six months since, um, let's just say it's been, it has actually technically been six months, just about since, because part A aired in December of 2019. So, yeah, six months have have passed. If you guys have planned weddings, then you know just how stressful it can be and how so many details. Luckily, I have my sister there to help me out. And we had the wedding in my dad's backyard. Um, My sister actually has decided to live in my dad's house, which is amazing. Because I was not ready to give the house up to a stranger. And I couldn't, I, I even told her, I said, I can't see a stranger living in our childhood home. And since we know that I'm going to be moving out of the state in a couple months, we know I wouldn't have been able to move into Dad's house. So it had to be Nicole. So it's kind of funny here. It's like Kimmy and Stephanie and DJ are all kind of catching the viewers up on what happened in the last nine episodes, so six months ago, like, hey, if you forgot, if you haven't rewatched season five, part A, here's what went down. Kimmy's like, oh, so I didn't dream this? You mean we're all getting married together and we did a synchronized dance in the street? Yeah, remember when Kimmy pretended to, like, fall and break her leg and she was in the wheelchair? And then it turns out <laughs> she just gets up and just starts dancing with Fernando. And Jimmy and them, and it's just like, oh, I love the song they used to. And Kimmy's like, well, what about the part where the pony sang Hangin' Tough with the voice of Joey McIntyre? And Stephanie's like, uh, no, that was all you. In fact, I don't know what happens upstairs after hours. (laughs) Stephanie's like, I don't think that happened, but I'm not sure what goes on upstairs after hours. (laughs) Remember that? pony that um fernando had gotten for ramona and it was white and it was so adorable didn't it have a fake horn on its forehead like a unicorn i think it did and to close out the scene we get ramona in on the joke like well i'm gonna go into the living room and binge binge watch my favorite family sitcom Watch the final season of my favorite family sitcom. 
So DJ comments on how Ramon is doing fairly well with the news of Kimmy and Fernando's wedding. And Stephanie's like, yeah, oh, you mean the parent, her parents who were married then got divorced and then became engaged again that are getting married? Yeah, she's a real hero there. Like, And, of course, Kimmy brings up the fact to DJ. It's like, well, have you told the boys that Steve is going to be moving in after the wedding? Wouldn't, uh, <laughs> wouldn't they kind of figure that out? I mean, Tommy's only like four or five, so I can't see him figuring it out. He's too young. But you'd think Max and even Jackson, I mean, I know he's got a head of marbles every once in a while, but uh, they're always kind of rattling around. Um, but even he at 17 would have a little bit of sense to realize, well, once your parent gets married, that person they marry is going to move into your house and live with you. It's They're not going to keep separate residences. That's not how that works. So DJ says, you know, I have a, a little while ago, but maybe I just need to uh, bring it up again. And that, you know, do you, Steve, Steve, Stephanie is like, you know, the boys love Steve. He's been in their lives forever. And DJ's like, yeah, but it's one thing to be dating someone and a whole other thing marrying them. And DJ says, you know, Steve's moving in is going to be a big adjustment, especially for Max. He does not do well with change. Hey, he and I are the same. I don't exactly do well with change either. In fact, sometimes I even fight to keep things the same. Walking around, buddy. Yeah, I could really use that Arby's gift card. I feel like making dinner. <laughs> so this gets brought up a lot, this saying. Steve's not just marrying me. He's marrying my entire family. And then, of course, as soon as they're like, oh, how's Steve handling? Boom! Steve pops in and says, oh, 
I'm a nervous wreck. Like, that's how I'm handling things. You know, I'm not just marrying DJ. I'm marrying her entire family. And, of course, he's got a bag of gifts because, you know, he wants to buy the children's affection. That's how you do, I guess. He's got some Nintendo Switch games for Jackson. He's got the entire Sherlock Holmes collection for Max. And key, shiny keys for Tommy. Uh, uh... Steve, you you know that Tommy isn't a bouncy little baby in a playpen, right? He's actually walking and talking on his own. So he's probably like four or five years old. I, but then, of course, Steve's like, well, I got a backup plan. If that doesn't work, I got cash and I got an Arby's gift card. And I love Stephanie like, oh, are you worried that I might not accept you, Steve? You know, because I could really use some walking around money. And I gotta say, the last time I heard the term walking around, walking around money was in the movie Sling Blade. When um, Carl goes to work for a um, lawn and garden kind of mom and pop operation. And the guy's like, oh, I'm gonna give you your first paycheck uh, so you have yourself some walking around money. (laughs) And of course... (laughs) Kimmy's like, well, you know, I don't feel like making dinner tonight. I'll take that Arby's gift card. I had um, Arby's, I think they still have it. Being it's summertime, their orange cream shake. Oh, so good. So if you guys want to jump, hit the Arby's drive-thru, get that orange cream shake. Get yourself some Mott Sticks. Have a party and binge. Yeah, just go to Arby's. That's going to be your dinner. You're like... That's it. I'm eating dinner. I'm watching my Full House Season 5 Part B, and I'm just gonna whoo, have a time. Well, in case you wondered, Arby's is not sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like, and um, I remember one of the things when I was going through when they dropped that trailer, um, and my kind of predictions for that, one of them I remember saying was, where I thought Max and Tommy were sharing a room. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, well, wait a No, this is only <laughs> the last half of one whole season. They wouldn't just up and switch rooms within six months. I don't know why my mind went there. Because when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Max and Jackson are still sharing a room together. So, yeah, now the next scene, we go up to Jackson and Max's room... DJ's sitting on Jackson's bed with Tommy. We got Max just standing there. And then Jackson's sitting in a chair. She's like, don't worry, me marrying Steve. Nothing is going to change. And Jackson's like, but won't he be here every morning for breakfast? And she's like, oh, well, that will change. How? He's still going to be there every morning for breakfast. He's just going to be living in the house instead of driving over to see you and having breakfast. Oh, I'm sorry, Max is actually also sitting in a chair as he asks, doesn't he also eat sandwiches for breakfast? (laughs) And DJ's like, what's with the breakfast questions? So Jackson's like, Mom, don't worry. We love Steve. And of course, cut to Tommy. I love Steve. They really don't give Dashiell or Fox, depending on who's playing him at this moment, much to really work with. It's maybe two or three words tops really wish we could have explored Tommy's character just a little bit. I know that he's like four or five years old. But come on. At this point in Full House, I mean, I'm not saying like he's not a good, 
good enough like the Olsen twins. I'm not saying that, but it's just like, at four years old, Michelle was saying complete sentences. Why aren't they giving the boys any more to work with? I mean, I get that there are child labor laws and everything, but... I don't know. It's whatever. He's a cute... They're they're cute kids. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what else, you know, all the kids are going to do after Fuller House. And maybe 25 years from now, <laughs> they'll bring them back as adults. Like, hey, Elias, what are you doing? Michael, hey, Dashiell Fox, what are you guys up to? Hey, you want to start a fullest house? I know it's been 25 years, but the fandom is still going very, very strong. They want to know what the Fuller boys are up to. You will? That's great. Max is like, gosh, I can't believe this. As he starts towards the door and DJ's like, oh, Max, I knew you'd be like this. It's like, I look, I'm not a, no, she's like, I know you'd be upset. And he's like, I'm not upset at this. I'm upset at these two Nimrods. I told them if we act sad, we'd get a trip to Disneyland out of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't think there's a Disneyland trip for the Fuller's planned. Guys, I wish there was. See, we just needed three more seasons. Three. These kids have barely begun to leave the nest. They've barely been able to spread their wings and fly. Now their wings are clipped and we're not going to see them soar. I'm sorry for all the birds and wings analogies, guys, but... Full House got their wings clipped too soon. Why did they even have to have their wings clipped at all? As in, why does it have to be canceled? (sighs) G- DJ just kind of puts an armor on Max and Jackson's like, you know, I don't know why I was nervous thinking that this time talking to you again will be different. Now, wish me luck. I have to go explain this to Cosmo. I don't think Cosmo's going to have a problem with Steve moving in. Cosmo loves Steve, just like your boys do. It's going to be fine. You know what you could probably do? Could run by the local PetSmart or Petco. They're not sponsoring the podcast either. And maybe get them, like, a toy or a nice juicy something or other. I don't... A, a bone or... You're not really supposed to be giving dogs bones. Like, that's not good for... Like, it, it is and it isn't. Um, get them a... Get them a... Well, rope toys aren't really supposed to be that good for them anymore. Get them one of those tire things, you know, that you chew on. Like, tire toys. I don't know. Get them a new bed. Get them a therapeutic bed. Um, going through the episodes, though, guys, today, I noticed we did... We don't even get Cosmo in this episode. We only get him in, like, three, and it's only for a short scene. They, I mean, I know Cosmo could be a little wily and stuff. R.I.P. Cosmo, I miss you. Um, but it's like, I want to see more Cosmo. So I just want to remind you that just because Steve's moving in, nothing is going to change. Won't he be here every morning for breakfast? (laughs) Okay, that'll change. Does he also eat sandwiches for breakfast? Does anyone have any questions that don't concern breakfast? We're fine, Mom. We love Steve. I love Steve. I can't believe this. I was afraid you might be upset, Max. I am. These two Nimrods. I told them if we acted sad, we could totally get a trip to Disneyland out of this. Well, I don't know why I 
was nervous to bring this up again. Now wish me luck. I need to have the same conversation with Cosmo. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go down to the living room. The door opens, and guess who it is? It's Joey! He's like, hello, everybody. You know he's doing his bullwinkle. And, of course... Nobody is nowhere. Everyone's nowhere to be found. It's like, wow, I didn't expect this greeting when I texted that I'd be here like three minutes ago. So he's like, I left my kids at home. And everyone pops out from the kitchen, the laundry room, <laughs> the upstairs. Yeah. Surprise! Didn't anybody read my group text? Oh, no. Sorry about that. I, I blocked you when you were incessantly texting about your keto diet. <laughs> Steph, that diet was two years ago. And you still look fabulous. So, what's the big surprise everyone's buzzing about? Is it donuts? Is it cronuts? Is it a healthy snack alternative? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, I will be throwing the three newly engaged couples an engagement dinner, and you're all invited. Like, oh, Joey, what are you doing here? He's like, what? Nobody read my group text. And Stephanie's like, well, I blocked you after you were going on about your uh, incessantly with your keto diet. What's a keto diet exactly? I typed it in. It just says turning your fats into fuel to eat the food you love more or something. I I don't know. <laughs> that sounds right up Joey's alley, by the way. And Joey just looks at Steph like, Steph, that was two years ago. She's like, oh, you never looked more fabulous. So he says, I'm throwing a engagement party for all three of 
you girls and everyone's invited you know meaning the kids and the grooms to be and everything like that and he's got a special surprise because he has special guests that are going to be coming mr and mrs gibbler and kimmy and jimmy just like oh my gosh we're about it (laughs) because they're them and joey's like no i mean your parents are coming and they're like oh my gosh really because apparently the Gibblers have been MIA for the last 20 years. And they never met Ramona. They clearly don't like Fernando, which isn't surprising since he cheated on their daughter multiple times. Um, I guess they're traveling the world looking for lost cities. And Jimmy's like, which is surprising because they haven't been to San Francisco in two decades. And Kemi's like, oh, they've never seen me without straightened hair. I honestly, I don't know what to say about the the uh, Gip, the Gibbler parents. I really, what they, the picture that they paint in Fuller House of them being kooky, either circ. It seems like their story is always changing. It's never the same. Because in Full House, it's all about them being neglectful. That's why Kimmy's always over at the Tanners, because her parents are either going to Vegas or they're sending Kimmy on a one-way trip to Spain, you know, when she went for the summer with DJ, or she's going with the Tanners to Disney World. But I'm not going to spoil too much, but we do get a little insight and we get a nice scene between Joey and Kimmy coming up that is just sweet and endearing. Joey really comes through at the end. We've seen him with the girls and everything in, in Full House, but him and Kimmy are kind of in a way cut from the same cloth a little bit as far as the parent situation goes. So if you think about it, Stephanie and Fernando have never met their soon-to-be in-laws because they're both, well, Fernando's remarrying a Gibbler and Stephanie's becoming a Gibbler for the first time. Or is she going to hyphenate? I'm wondering, is she going to hyphenate her name? Is she going to be Tanner-Gibbler or just say, I'm Stephanie Gibbler now? I don't know. So, of course, before Joey reveals what the surprise is, Jackson's like, is it donuts? And... Ramona's like, is it cronuts? And Max is like, is it a healthy alf- uh, alternative, a healthy food alternative, or something like that? And Joey's like, no, no. And who raised you? And for now, it's like, are you gonna stop doing silly impressions or accents or whatever? And Joey just looks at Fernando like, oh, you are coming at me with this, really, you? <laughs> I love Kimmy talking about that Korean place she ate at that apparently has not passed a health inspection in a decade. But she just ate there last night. Like, okay, you don't have a problem with it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jimmy and and Stephanie are in the kitchen. They're both drinking coffee. And he's like, you lived next door to us your entire childhood and you never met my parents or our parents. And Stephanie's like, well, I met Kimmy, but I wasn't about to go searching for what created her. So I'm just going to sum up this scene, really. Lundy, don't come in here. No! You can't be in here! Get out! 
everybody. It's just we have so much stuff and I had to move my uh, podcasting table and everything. Um, there's too much stuff in here and I don't want something to fall on him. And it's kind of hard to get to him when there's a bunch of totes in this room and stuff just thrown haphazardly wherever on top of totes. <laughs> but honestly, looking back, this is the second time I've rewatch this I'm going through it now for the podcast this episode and I gotta say I wasn't really a fan of this scene with the whole Fernando not understanding why Kimmy's parents don't love them he's like I'm like Raymond everybody loves me I never watch everybody loves Raymond and I don't intend to it's just not my cup of tea but they decide to put Stephanie and Fernando through a dry run with the parents. And it's Kimmy and Jimmy. I mean, I like it when they're kooky sometimes. But they're just playing up like their parents are a couple of British explorers. And I'm just like, I was not about it. And it's just, it's not funny to me. I mean, they can be funny sometimes. But I just, I was not into it. And just... Felt like it dragged a little bit. And the whole thing with Jimmy wearing an explorer cap and a monocle, you know what that right kind of made me think of? If you've seen the first Jumanji, you know, with Robin Williams, and the hunter who actually is played by the same guy who, spoiler alert, plays his dad in the movie with the accent and everything. He actually played Mr. Ismay in Titanic. And he was also in Richie Rich, the movie. Um, but it's just that clipped British, like, jip jip cheerio kind of thing. And I'm like, and even Kimmy, I just, I uh. It just, this version of the Gibblers doesn't work for me because of what I've been led to believe in all of Full House. Like, you can't paint the parents one way who we've never met. And then paint them exactly opposite of that. And trying to like, oh, they're just, excuse their neglectfulness. They're just traveling. They're with the circus. They're explorers. It's like every single time the parents are brought up, it's always something different. They're traveling acrobats with the circus. It's like, pick something. It's like they're trying to make light of a more serious situation with Kimmy. And I mean... Don't get me wrong, guys. I love Jimmy. I think he's funny. He's kooky and everything like that. He's like Kimmy, except amped up by times 20. But... uh, (laughs) And like I said, I like Jimmy and everything. And I think he's so good for Stephanie, but... Just sometimes I don't like it. Like, now he's like, oh, you lived next to us for your whole childhood. And it's just like... He was never a character that was even anything in Full House. And then they put him in Fuller House. Create this character. Mind you, for all of Full House, Kimmy's had an older brother named Garth. Who's just weird and crazy. Drives a car called Wild Thing. And worked at the Piercing Palace. And worked at a bellhop and a hotel. And and this and that. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he had to lose one to create the other. 
I'm not saying I wanted Stephanie to marry Garth, but... So, like, if you had to keep Jimmy, at least bring Garth along. Even just because we've heard about him so much. Every once in a while, at least a handful of times in Full House. It's like, come on, people want to see Garth. They want to see this Garth guy. So, speaking of sweet scenes with Joey and stuff, we don't even... We don't only just get one with him and Kimmy, which... They don't really share many scenes together, but that's it's a sweet moment coming up. But we get one with him and DJ, and it's just so sweet and just heartfelt. And he's he's saying the right things, he's doing the right things and everything. He's just listening. And Joe, you know this used to be Danny's room, but it's DJ's room. It's been... Her room for five years as she explains to him when Joey comes in it's like oh you know Danny doesn't like you in his room poking around his things and she's like Joey it's my room it's been my room for five years and of course Joey's like well gee when Danny was handing out rooms why do you always get stuck in the alcove like dude you were only in the alcove for a handful of episodes in season one and then you got your sweet sweet precious basement apartment and then eventually you moved into Jesse's old room so yeah. Deej, Danny doesn't like it when you poke around in his room when he's not here. Lee, <laughs> this is my room. It has been for five years. Well, Danny was just giving out rooms. Why did I always have to sleep in the alcove? <laughs> so, uh, what you doing? Oh, I'm just making room in my closet. I don't think I'm going to wear this anymore. Whoa, even I think that's outdated. And I'm Joey. <laughs> Hotel, but I can stick around if you need me to. No, it's okay. You sure? Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Tommy always wanted me to be happy, and Steve makes me really happy. Okay. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know what? 
second thought, it's Ginger's birthday in a few weeks, and, uh, <laughs> man, she's gonna love this. So, DJ, of course, she's going through her closet to make room for things she's not gonna wear, to make room for Steve's stuff, and in doing so, she pulls out her late husband, Tommy's special occasion suit and she's pretty broken up about it you know she hasn't really um seen it in quite a while probably she hasn't seen it in like over five years so it's bringing back a rush of emotion joey i like what he does here he's like hey Deidre, are you right and she's like yeah i just i haven't seen this in such a long time and i guess Tommy Sr. wasn't one. He didn't really like to get dressed up very often. And Joey ends up leaving when, and then Steve and Jackson come in getting ready to donate the boxes that say Goodwill on them with clothes that DJ doesn't want anymore. Jackson sees that DJ is holding his fa- his late father's special occasion suit and he just assumes that she was going to get rid of it with it you know toss it in the goodwill box of course guys we know she wasn't gonna do that but he just assumes like oh you just need to get rid of it to make room for steve stuff i got it and then he leaves and dj's like wow i thought max would be the one who would have a hard time with this i didn't expect jackson to I don't think it's so much that. It's just he saw... It's almost like he thought you were exchanging one old life for your new life and everything. Like, oh, this is Tommy Sr. stuff. He was my late husband. I gotta make room for Steve's stuff. And Jackson is still... He's still harboring her. You know, losing a parent, it doesn't matter if it's been a year or five years or ten years or twenty. The pain is always going to be there. There's always going to be something that comes up and that feeling is going to demand to be felt. That's just, that emotion is just, it can come at any moment. It can be triggered by anything. And this is a big step, you guys. I mean, not only is DJ... Marrying Steve, you know, he's going to be her new husband. He's going to be the boy's stepfather. This is almost like she's closing a book on one chapter of her life and be opening a new book to start a new chapter of her life with a new husband. That doesn't mean she loves her late husband less. It doesn't mean that she doesn't appreciate all the times that they had, that she's going to forget him or shove his memories to the back of her mind as she makes new ones with Steve. Doesn't mean any of that. But maybe that's what Jackson is kind of feeling like. He saw the Goodwill boxes. He saw her holding the suit. He saw Steve put two and two together. Like, oh yeah, she's making room, throwing out my dad's stuff to make room for her new husband's stuff. So, yeah. So, DJ says, you know, I think I'll I'll go talk to him. And I like what Steve does here. He says, DJ... I think we need to give him some time to process this. It's like, I think you do too. Give him a little bit of space so he can work through what's going on. And then if, you know, he wants to talk, he'll come to you. Or you can broach the sub- subject with him. Just give him a little bit of time. This is a 
big, big change, not just in Steve and DJ's lives, but the lives of the boys as well. Now, I know Tommy Jr. does not remember his father because he was so young, but it doesn't mean that, you know, he's gone his whole life not having a father figure in the house and Steve just coming around every once in a while and stuff. But you heard Tommy saying, I love Steve. It's going to be fine for him. And the other, the older boys like Steve too, but living, you know, it's one thing for him to be DJ's boyfriend. It's another thing to take on the role of husband and stepfather and be living there and being there on a daily basis. You know, as a kid, you can't just say, I don't like this scenario and he's just going to leave. Like, no, once you're married, that that's it. Like, you can pout, you can cry, you can give someone the silent treatment, but at the end of the day, like, they're still going to be there, so you're going to have to find a way to work it out. So, yeah, now we move downstairs with the whole Kimmy and Jimmy pretending to be their parents to help kind of ease the nervousness of Fernando and Stephanie and both even especially Stephanie's like I don't know what Todd to deal with this and Ramona walks in and Kimmy's like oh what's Nana give your Nana an Eskimo kiss and we get this a couple times in this episode as Ramona's like just 15 more months till college just 15 more months till college because she and Jackson are juniors at this point so, yeah, the show's going to end, and we're not going to see the kids, like, graduate high school. That was another predi- prediction I was hoping we'd get, is them flashing forward even a year just to have the kids graduate. One thing I got to say, because <laughs> Stephanie just wants to get out of like, you know, 15 months comes fast. I'm going to go, uh, yeah. So she goes to leave. Jimmy, as his father's, like, talking about how the Tanners were weirdos. And Stephanie, like... Puts a hand on the door, turns, it's like, w- wait a minute, we were the weirdos? And Jimmy, as his father's like, yes, a family with three dads. Kids driving cars through, through the kitchen. Terrorizing our pet ostrich. Some guy singing constantly forever. Oh, constantly singing the song forever, yeah. So yeah, everyone is all dressed up now. They are ready to go to the engagement party. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Everyone, Like I said, everyone's dressed up. The only one who isn't is Jackson because he says he's not feeling well and he doesn't want to go. So basically he's upstairs in his room pouting like he's Tommy's age, throwing a fit. Yeah, get it. He's got stuff to work through with this whole big change. It's a big change, but come on. This is a big deal here. You need to go to support your mom and your family. So apparently Jackson's also been avoiding DJ since yesterday. She even put a pancake outside his door and he didn't touch it. So Steve's like, hey, uh, asking for a friend. Is the pancake still there? Okay. Uh, you know what? You guys go to the party. I ain't gonna hang back here and see if I can talk to Jackson. Like, maybe he'll listen to me because I'm a guy. And DJ's like, we'll hopefully have better luck with him than I did. Mom, I told you I'm sick. I'm not coming. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it's not your mom. It's me. Can I come in? <laughs> sure. I don't want you to catch what I have. <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> Look, Jackson, I know that things have got to be a little strange lately with your mom getting married again. I just want you to know that 
I love your mom. And I love you boys. And uh, I just hope that maybe someday you can, you know, accept me into your family. <coughs> I really like you, Steve. I do. Just seeing that suit, you know. It's a suit my dad wore to my fifth grade graduation. Just made me realize that he's not coming back. Look, Jackson, I'm not here to replace your dad, okay? Your dad was a great guy who raised really great kids. I'm just here to be Steve, a guy who loves your family. Now, if you're feeling any better, I know there's a lot of people who would love to see you at that party. And I got you something, just in case you change your mind. Thanks, Steve. Oh, listen, if anybody asks, this conversation lasted at least another 20 minutes. I really don't want to meet those gibblers. So when Steve knocks on the door, Jackson assumes it's DJ says, Mom, I told you, I'm not going to come. I'm sick. Steve comes in and he's like, look, Jackson, I understand that this is a big change for you with your mom getting remarried and everything. It's like, I love you and Max and Tommy, and I'm not looking to replace your dad. He did an amazing job raising three fine boys. And it's just, I like Steve in this moment. I like, and yeah, that's exactly right. He's not looking to replace their father. He just wants to be, you know, their friend. And, you know, a good role model, you know, and advice giver, you know, for the boys and everything. And Jackson, he understands. He's like, I know, look, it's just the suit. It just, that's the thing, suit my dad wore to my fifth grade graduation. And it just made me think that, you know, he's really not coming back. And Steve's like, hey, look, um... If you change your mind, I got you something. And he holds up a garment bag. We pretty much can guess what's in it. It's like, if you change your mind, I know there's a lot of people that are at... It's a rehearsal dinner, not an engagement party. Um, he says there's a lot of people down there that would love to see you. And that would make them very happy, especially your mom. And he's like, oh, by the way, if anyone asks, say this talk lasted at least 20 more minutes or 20 minutes because uh i really don't want to meet those kiblers like yeah <laughs> i'm feeling you there this steve i really am oh another thing he says is i really hope one day jackson that you will accept me into your family and jackson stands up off the bed and says look steve i like you i really do it's just seeing that suit it's just that's where he talked about the memory of his dad, last, probably the last memory of his dad wearing that suit would have been his fifth grade graduation. That probably would have been shortly before he passed away. And I love how Steve is like, hey, I'm just here to be Steve. I'm just a guy who loves your family. Steve, you have my heart. You have my heart. So we get to the, I guess it's Fisherman's Wharf restaurant. And I, Joey has set this all up for all three girls and it's just amazing and the whole thing with you know him getting the Gibbler's parents and or uh the Gibbler parents and everything like that and Kimmy's just so happy and she even says I really hope I really want to ask my dad that he'll walk me down the aisle 
This is so sweet. Well, it's a big <laughs> night. Ramona, are you ready to meet your grandparents? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, unless it's you in a wig. <laughs> it's you in a wig, isn't it? <laughs> Fifteen months till college. Fifteen months till college. <laughs> Joey, thanks so much for setting this whole night up. But mostly, thanks for reconnecting me with my parents. Oh, it's my pleasure, Kimmy. You know, I haven't told anyone yet, but when I see my dad tonight, I'm going to ask him to walk me down the aisle. He's a lucky feller. <laughs> I still don't know what to do about Jackson. It's going to be all right. Jackson's pretty resilient. It's me you should be worried about. <laughs> you? Yeah. I haven't even met Mrs. Gibbler yet, and the woman is already exhausting. Hey, Deej. Oh, hey, did you talk to Jackson? Is he coming? I did what I could, but I'm not sure. I have a singing telegram for Kimmy and Jimmy Gibbler. wants to believe the best in people me i thought something like this might happen growing up we got a lot of singing telegrams well our family isn't gonna be like that it's out of her mouth how Kimmy wants her dad to walk her down the aisle. A singing telegram comes in stating that the Gibblers are sorry but they can't make it. And oh don't let that ruin your fun. It's like this irritated me because it feels like when they're getting ready to shoot season 5 or they were in the middle of it they're kind of hinting like oh we might be able to meet the Gibbler's parents you know Kimmy and Jimmy's parents after all this time so either they couldn't find anyone to cast who they thought were good enough or whatever to play their parents or they just were stringing us along for the longest time because I was let down I'm like are you kidding me and what a way to do that. You do it at the... But... At the rehearsal dinner? Are you serious? That is just... It's hurtful. And Jimmy, of course, is like, Well, I'm not surprised because it seems like a lot of the time we're getting singing telegrams as kids. But Kimmy really had her hopes up that so it would be different this time. And Kimmy is just... I mean... My heart goes out to you, girl. It really does. Her, it's just... Her happy expression is just... Blink of eye. It's gone. And she's like, they're not coming? And, of course, they give her champagne or... 
Yeah, like that's a consolation prize for why when we can't show up. It's like whatever. So Joey, of course, I like that he threw all this together and he did contact, you know, Jimmy and Kimmy's parents. He set this whole thing up. He feels responsible, like this is my fault. So he he's gonna have a talk with Kimmy, and this is just such a sweet moment between them that we really as much as we saw the you know Stephanie ragging on Kimmy and vice versa, the guys ragging on her in Full House too. I think secret that they did think she was a sweet girl, knowing at times yes, but I like we get a moment here. It seems like Joey is the one giver of the advice in in this episode, and that's just it's great. He says the right things at the right time with the right emotion. As much many heartfelt speeches we got from Uncle Jesse and Danny. We got some from Joey, but not nearly as many. I mean, I could count on one hand how many times he and Stephanie had a conversation together. You know, a heartfelt moment. Uh, one in particular, um, when Stephanie's at the dentist. Um, there are a few with DJ, you know, throughout Fuller House, a couple here and there. One in particular is Joey Gets Tough. But... And, you know, with Michelle. But as far as Kimmy, and even in Fuller House, there really wasn't. So this was a surprise. And it surprised me because he's coming at a point where he can actually identify with her situation. Because, you know, Joey came from a divorced home situation. Which, granted, no, Jimmy and Kimmy's parents are not divorced. But they're just as equally neglectful. Well, is being divorced really neglectful? I don't think so. But you guys are probably, you you guys get what I mean. You know, I mean, Joey, that's what the Tanner family was to both Joey and Kimmy. A refuge. I felt the same way in a way with, you know, when I lived with my aunt and uncle and cousins for a year. I kind of sometimes dreaded going home on the weekends because these kids were off, they're doing things, they're going to movies, they're having family nights and five days a week for a year. I was in the middle of it and just taking it all in and just, gosh, I wish they could have been kind of as... <laughs> That's why sometimes I feel like I felt like the Kimmy in that situation, even though they were my cousins. But... um I get that wanting to be part of a family and everything and that togetherness feeling. It's just, you don't, that's why some kids, you know, watching these shows, these family sitcoms, whether you're coming from a broken home or you're a latchy kid or whatever, you're finding something to believe in and just something like a family unit, even though it's on television, it's not real. You're finding something to cling to. And I felt the same, like I said, I felt the same way. The Tanners were like my family. Even in reruns, when it was still airing on TV, all of that. It's just, they made you want to be a part of the family and be in on the family hugs, the adventures, the fun times, the sad times. All of it. (laughs) 
Kimmy. Tell her Joey's looking for her. It's actually me. I'm the sad coat. Kimmy, I'm sorry. I, I feel like this is somewhat my fault. It's entirely your fault. <laughs> I feel a little bit responsible. Yeah, there's no one else that bears any responsibility. Well, except me. My fault for letting myself get excited again. I was just hoping this time things would be different. But as much as I've tried to deny it, this is what they were always like. This is why I spent so much time at the Tanner house. You guys were my real family. I feel the same way. That's why I spent so much time with Jesse and Danny. Kimmy, I don't like to talk about it very much, but I didn't have the greatest family life either. And that's why all you guys became my family. Wow. It sounds like we have a lot more in common than we realized. You have a woodchuck puppet? <laughs> I'm eccentric, not crazy. Oh, it's just hitting me. If my dad didn't come tonight, then he's probably not going to come to my wedding either. Kimmy, he doesn't know what he's missing. You know something? It was a absolute pleasure to watch you grow up. And Kimmy, I would be very honored if you'd allow me to walk you down the aisle on your wedding day. Aww. Really? Nothing would make me happier. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. <laughs> okay, we uh, we better get back into that party. People are gonna forget this is a yacht club if they. Don't see me wearing this hat. <laughs> That's Boogaloo, Gibbler. <laughs> Jimmy, are you okay? I'm actually really good. Joey talked me through it. <laughs> this Joey? <laughs> did you call Grandpa Danny and ask him what to say? <laughs> Come on. For your information, I did pretty darn well on my own. <laughs> so did this kid. Madalena, how dare your parents not show up? They travel the world searching for treasure, never realizing the most precious treasure is you. Aww, thank you, Fernando. I love you, too. Oh, Ramona, I'm sorry you didn't get to meet your grandparents. Oh, it's okay. But if they're anything like your impression, I'm good. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry our parents let us down again, sis. But got a pretty great family without them. We sure do. So, I say we play them at the wedding? <laughs> but this time I'll be dad. I never get to wear the monocle. Hooray <sighs> for you, Jeff Coat! <laughs> well, oh my goodness. I had to tear up when Joey... You know, ask her, like, I would be honored if you would let me walk you down the aisle. And he says, it was a pleasure watching you grow up. And it just, oh my god, my heart, my heart. So they both, Kimmy and um, Joey, go back out to the party. And of course, he says that he kind of talked her through it. And Stephanie's like, this Joey? And even Max is like, oh, do you call Grandpa Danny for, for the words or for the advice? It's like, no. Oh my gosh. Like even DJ 
Okay, it's like he was talking to you earlier in the episode. He did pretty dang well. He did. And I love what Fernando says with, you know, Kimmy's parents, you know, treasure hunting or treasure seeking and just him saying, like, they don't know what they have with you are the most precious treasure of all. It's like, oh, my God. Such a sweetheart. Such a sweetheart. And even Jimmy is like, hey, Kimmy, I know our parents didn't show up, but if you think about it, we have our family right here, and it's a pretty great one. And even Stephanie saying to Jimmy, it's like, our family is never going to be like your parents. We are never going to be like that. And it's just like, and it really is a big extended family with a lot of love and a lot of laughs. So in walks Jackson, and he's wearing his father's suit. So that's what I think the title means, like, if the suit fits. I kind of thought at first before I saw this episode, I'm like, if the suit fits, like, kind of like, oh, if the shoe fits, wear it, or something like that. Like, and I just kept thinking, like, well, when I heard, like, if the suit fits, I assumed it's like, oh, the guys, they're trying on, you know, suits for the wedding. And I'm like, no, not even. And some of the episode titles do, after I watch them, thinking back on the predictions I made just based on the titles alone, like, some of them, I was way off base. So off base. And it's almost like, you expect it to be one thing, but it hit, it gives you a curveball, and it's like, it's got a different meaning. Is like it doesn't have to be like the main point of the episode, but it could be like some little like sliver of the episode, and that's kind of referring to the title. <laughs> hey guys, sorry I'm late. So, yeah, DJ is just saying how Jackson looks really good in his dad's suit, how he's turning into a fine, young, mature man. And I love how Jackson is like, hey, Steve, I wouldn't want anyone else to marry my mom but you. I love Steve's response. There is no other group of people I would rather spend my life with or live my life with. And I love Joey's toast to family. 
not just the family you're born with, but with the family you make. It doesn't always have to be the family you're born with. It can be the family you create just with, you know, close friends and, you know, people that you meet along the way and you just form your own close, tight-knit family. Family doesn't always have to be blood. It doesn't. And I honestly like, I like this episode a lot. I thought it was really, really good. And honestly speaking, as the last... London, I told you you cannot be in here. It is not safe for you. Out! 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 I'm sorry, but out. Thank you. Sorry about that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just watching it. And I, I like I said, I, I binged it. And I just... I kept watching the episode like, oh, I'd like to cover this one. I'd like to cover this one. And I just, like, I kind of want to go through, like I said, episodes 11 through 17 and just kind of go through, like, bits and pieces of what I liked, what I, you know, favorite favorite lines, favorite you know, scenes, stuff like that. Because there's so many. And even the little the little nuggets of um, Full House that we got, they're... There weren't as many as I wanted. Um, not to be spoilery if you haven't seen. Well, by the time this one goes up, you guys will watch all of them, I'm sure. I really was hoping for more OG throwbacks. There were some, but there were more like fuller house ones which were fine but it's just like this is the end this is like this is it and i just i really that i'm not knocking the last nine episodes i think like i said i thought they were fantastically beautiful just great but i don't know um so yeah that is the episode as far as for the best dressed, I want to go Jackson in a suit. I loved that. And Steve even had it tailored to fit Jackson. So, um, um, I didn't really dig Joey in his sailor. If you guys remember, go back to, um, let me look it up because I can't remember the title to save my life. Um, of Full House. Because as soon as I saw Joey in that uh, captain's hat and uh, looks like he's the owner of a yacht. Um, where is it? Where is it? Sea Cruise. Here it is. Bing, bang, boom. Here it is right here. And he's like wearing practically the same getup. For all we know, that could be the same hat that he unearthed from a box somewhere. <laughs> but I'm just I'm not I don't want to put it as the worst outfit because it definitely wasn't DJ's outfit was okay I just didn't like the floral frilly it was like a nice midnight blue dress but it's just this big old to the the left side of her, her chest area just this big giant like flowerish like poofy ruffly thing it just like eh, it wasn't wasn't digging it wasn't digging it too much so that honestly sadly that's gonna be my worst um lesson learned for this episode uh, 
I gotta go to Gibbler's parents. Both, uh, both of them. That is unacceptable. Granted, yes. Do we expect any less from them because we've never met them? We know that they're neglectful. And just in Kimmy and Jimmy's words, is like, this is nothing, this is nothing new to them. And Joey, of course, you know, he felt responsible. He was the one who tracked them down somehow and was like, hey, your daughter's gay. The thing is, I don't even think they were there for Kimmy's first marriage to Fernando. And she even says they've never met Ramona. And her parents are just, they're so selfish. I can see why Kimmy and Jimmy have, you know, kind of glommed on, you know, to, to the Tanners over the year. Well, Kimmy mainly. And Jimmy now just because you see that love of family and just you see what you're missing and what you missed out on. And you just, you crave it. You want it because you've, you've never had that type of love before and to see other people and just like you want to be a part of that you want to feel that emotion of love between parents and, and children and families in general like I said they don't have to be blood necessarily but I hope you guys enjoyed my review of this episode I had a good time covering it I had a good time watching all of them I whenever I saw someone I was like, wow I mean, you guys, if I was watching these episodes as for the first time as I was recording them, you would have to plug your ears because I would be shrieking so loud in excitement and happiness. I mean, woo. <laughs> yeah, um, next week I will put out the series finale, our very last show again. I'll put that out next week and then sometime I will, I will get and kind of do uh, a mash of episodes... 11 through 17 just kind of going through each one giving my thoughts not going through the entire episode and stuff but just giving a bit of each one like certain scenes that I liked and performances all that fun stuff so all right guys um yeah like I said I'm going to post that review <laughs> iTunes review with all the emojis and see if you guys can get the characters I'll list the ones that I thought were the ones and and see what you guys come up with so all right have a good rest of the week everybody bye bye oh i'm sorry i didn't leave my email address if you guys want to reach out to me i'd love to hear from you omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com i always leave the email address in the episode description so if you guys want to reach out you can do so also again if you haven't yet, jump on iTunes, leave a review, use emojis to describe characters. I'm just going to say characters at this point because I don't think I'd be able to describe an episode in emojis or be able to decipher that. This one was really good. I got the hopefully the majority of them, but a couple were very tricky. Oh, as always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, stay strong, stay positive. We will get through this. Bye-bye.